back with another episode of Black Quintessence. I'm your host, Daniel. Um, hopefully, you guys have had a great week. My week has been a bit of a trying week, you know, things happening and, you know, life, let's just say it like that. Um, But we're working to make a better life. You know, that's where we're at right now in life. We're taking the proper steps to getting to a new goal. Um, Like I mentioned in last week's episode. So I'm doing all that I can to really, you know, make my life better right now because my life isn't where I want it to be. Mm, let's not say my life, but there's certain things in my life that I want to change. And I think it's time for me to go ahead and change them. But other than that, my week has been pretty well. Hopefully, guys, his week has been as well. Um, let's go ahead and jump right into current events. Um, first, I want to go into the philanthropist Robert Smith, who did an amazing deed by paying off the 2019 graduates of Morehouse paying off all of their student debts. Like that is an amazing feat. Like that is a great thing. Like uh, I want to say it was, yeah, it was 396 students debt that he completely paid off. That is absolutely amazing. Like you can't like, I know those, students were a, like I couldn't imagine them feelings that were going through their mind when they found out that they and I believe he announced it at the graduation so they're probably just excited to just be graduating they're like we're about to walk the stage get this diploma you know go be better and then to be told that you don't have to worry about anything like I know that was the best gift that's the best graduation gift you can receive ever like and it's an amazing thing that he did it, especially for an historical black, historically black college to it. That like that's in a great thing, and I think it's with um, Robert. I believe he is a billionaire. Um, he, I think he's on Forbes list. I'm trying to see if I can hunt, remember, but yeah, he's like on the list as being like one of the few black millionaires on there. So. Yeah, so it said he's believed to to be the richest African American worth four point four billion. I know those students lost it. The parents is like I said before. The parents, like, I don't have to worry about my child's school uh, paying off their tuition because a lot of you know that's a lot of issue for a lot of parents when they send their kids off to college, and then the students themselves is worrying about how I'm going to get this paid off, especially going to. A four-year, that's a lot of money. So I'm just really, really excited for all of them. Like, that's that's a great accomplishment. And it's, it's it, I feel like it also could, even though this it's not going to be the case for every student that goes to college, but it could put that drive in you to be like, wow, like, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of emotion, but I do believe that that overall, it's a great thing that what he did for them. And I'm totally happy for all the students involved and hopefully that they can be successful in the future and you know maybe and I think he mentioned in his speech that they like he hopefully what he did could inspire other people to you know be um what's the word I'm trying to give be more um I guess you could say giving for other you know people that they know or other people and especially in your own community um but that's a great thing um in other news, this one, 
don't know if any of you have seen the video of the black mother who went to the school and basically told all those uh, boys to like basically, hey, leave my damn daughter alone. Like, stop bullying my daughter. And she went on the rant of saying, like, you know, leave my daughter alone. I, if you if you continue to do that, bring your mama, your auntie, your sister, all that up. Like, if you haven't seen that video, please go look at it because to me it's ridiculous that, you know, I don't know what the hell it is with these kids and this bullying to get into this gr- degree because a lot of these kids are committing suicide because of these bullying. But this uh, black mom went up to the school, went to the class, her daughter's classroom and told all these boys, like I said, look, leave my damn daughter alone. Stop bullying her. Leave her alone. Stop harassing her. If you're not going to do that, bring your mama, auntie, bring a female up here and we can handle this. And I feel like I applaud her for that because to me, you're not going to keep fucking with my child. And especially with, like I said earlier, the high rate of the, these teenagers committing suicide. It's it's way too high to sit there and not do anything about it. And then. I believe the daughter and the mother went to the school officials to tell them what's been happening. And I think all that was happening was one of the boys was suspended because I think he took it, quote unquote, took it too far or whatever. But it's still like, why aren't y'all doing anything about these kids? I don't understand why these schools aren't doing shit about these kids being bullied. I know that the school can't monitor them 24-7, but take some type of action. It almost seems like a lot of these schools don't even take action against these students when they're found out to be bullying students. They're just like, well, you know, kids will be kids or whatever the fuck they're going about or however they're going about it. But it's, it's ridiculous. And then what makes this even more sick is that this is a bunch of boys bullying an individual girl. Like what the fuck is wrong with you niggas? Like, why are y'all messing with a girl? You shouldn't be messing with anybody period. But why the fuck do y'all think it's okay to bully a girl? Like what the fuck kind of shit is that? And then I think they said some of it was like some of it did linger into sexual harassment. So that's even worse. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? I don't know. But um, it's quoted that she went up to the school and was like, quote, if you all bully my daughter, if you look at her the wrong way, if you breathe the wrong way, send your mom to me. So to me, I feel like I don't blame her for going up to the school. I applaud her because to me. I would rather go up there and try to correct the shit with these kids than to have to come home and find out my daughter has killed herself or my child has killed themselves or is hurting themselves because they feel like they can't do anything. And it's almost to a point where it's ridiculous that I feel like like I shouldn't have to pull my child out of a school that they that they're going to just because kids won't leave them alone. I feel like, of course, if you feel like nothing's going to change and you want to protect your child and that's the last resort you have to go to, definitely understandable. But it shouldn't be bullying, shouldn't be this bad to the point where I need to, you know, have to pull my child or worry about my child killing themselves because a bunch of fucking boys are messing with a fucking girl. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with with these men of with men in general, I ain't gonna say of today with men in general, but I don't know the fuck these motherfuckers, <laughs> men, especially some of the straight men that I talk to, the few that I do interact with every full blue moon. It's this weird sense of, I don't know, like, like you, like you own a motherfucker and you can do whatever you want because you're a man. And I, that's the fucking wildest shit. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with men of today. Like, I don't, 
who you niggas are exhausting. I just, <laughs> because I think that shit is so wild that you think that because you're a man, you are able to step on another human being that you believe is lower than you. And a lot of times straight men have this thing where if you are a woman, if you are a gay male, you are below me. And that is the wildest shit. Like you motherfuckers got to get your motherfucking shit together. Cause you're going to catch running to the wrong one. You're going to get your motherfucking ass whooped. I'm, and I shouldn't be, um, <laughs> shouldn't be advocating for violence, but it's just one of them situations where y'all better leave people the fuck alone and get y'all motherfucking shit together. Y'all do not run this motherfucking world. No human being should have the thought process, no matter where you fall on the spectrum of gender, race, religion, sexual orientation. Nobody runs this motherfucking world. We all live in this world cohesively and motherfuckers need to act like that and a lot of these men of today do not act like that they act like they run shit and with these boys like i said messing with this girl it's almost like i said it's a sense of trying to enforce their dominance by messing with this girl at least that's how i kind of feel about the situation aside from it's bullying because my thing is why are y'all messing with a fucking girl you should like i said even i said before you should be messing with anyone why the fuck are a bunch of boys messing with the girl that just blows my mind like ugh. But and then it's also said that the mother was banned from the school. So my whole, which I understand, like as much as I feel where she's coming from, I understand that with the school, they're not you can't come up there and make a speech like that to a bunch of kids and, you know, not have repercussions. While I understand why the school did that, I also feel like it's bullshit that y'all didn't that if she if y'all would have been doing something about it, she shouldn't have had to come up there. She wouldn't have had to come up there and make that speech because she felt like her daughter was in danger. And as a parent, if I feel like my child is in danger or is willing to be hurt by behind something, I'm going to come up there and fucking protect them. It's, it's wild. And then I think that it was said that after the girl's mother came up there and, you know, made her speech, one of the boys DM'd her saying some shit like, yo mama can't protect you or some shit like that. So it's like, you motherfuckers don't even care that she come up there and say what she said. Y'all niggas are just ruthless and disrespectful to high hell. <sighs> I don't know. Hopefully this little girl, you know, hopefully this young lady is, you know, gets the help that she needs and she's left the fuck alone because it's ridiculous. Um, I want to go ahead and go into my next story, which is a heartbreaking story, which, um, I don't know if any of you have saw the video. I couldn't watch it. I don't like watching fight videos. Like, I think that shit's extremely juvenile. It's bad enough. It's juvenile enough to be fighting as an adult. It's even more, unless it's in self-defense, it's even more juvenile to be recording it and even more juvenile to be a spectator and not willing to stop it. But with the, uh transgender woman malaysia booker who was found dead in east dallas after the video of her being jumped by a group of heterosis men went viral and no one helped this woman like it's crazy to me how there have been so many transgender deaths and no one is speaking up for these trans women and a lot of times these deaths are usually in my opinion, are being done by hetero cisgendered men for whatever their reason is. And to me, it's it's bullshit. It's crazy that trans women's lives are, I think I read or heard somewhere that they said a trans woman is expected to live no longer than 32 years old. That's 
crazy. Like that's when most people's lives are just getting started. And so, you know, my heart and prayers go out to Malaysia Booker and her family and her friends and everything involved because the police, you know, are saying they don't know. Of course, we can uh, speculate what happened or who probably did it, but there's no proof so we can't go around really making these accusations because you just can't do that. But it's ridiculous that this has become so much of an issue that trans women are dying at a alarming rate, like especially and not even just trans black trans women are dying at an alarming rate. And I feel like we need to, especially anybody needs to, but especially for us in the LGBTQ community, we need to stand up for each other and have each other's back more, especially black LGBTQ community. We need to really stand up for each other and have each other's back more because stuff like this is happening almost every day. Like there's a trans woman being killed or attacked or something. And then I hate when people, you know, use the bullshit excuse of, well, maybe she was attacked because she didn't tell the guy she hooked up with that, you know, she's trans and da 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 and all this other shit. And it's like the fact that you jump to that is, especially if you're a black person, to sit here and jump to that. But then if somebody, which I'm not agreeing with if someone says this, if someone goes up to you when a black man is shot and goes, well, maybe that black man black man didn't do something and or maybe that black man was acting hostile when the police shot him if you can defend that but not defend the situation with a trans woman then you're a part of the problem like you can't expect people to you know you can't how do i say this i think it's just you can't sit here and have that same type of rhetoric with black men but then don't feel that same way with trans women because to me I feel like when you make that type of assumption or make that type of quote excuse for a trans woman for starters you're making an excuse for an individual being killed one so I think that's crazy just because they're not a quote unquote you know part of what you consider the black community or however you want to word it to me I think it's ridiculous that you're making up excuses for an individual who was killed just because they're different and I think that especially in the black community we have to wake up and stop that type of fucking thought thinking and that bullshit excuses because there are trans because a lot of times these trans women are messing with men who know who they are know that they are trans and then these niggas want to feel some type of way afterwards and want to re- react and retaliate because they're feeling some type of way or feeling insecure or whatever. And it's bullshit because this is another human being's life that they're taking away. This person has a life, a family, they have friends, they have people that will be, you know, that are affected by this situation. Leave motherfuckers alone at the end of the day if i am not bothering you and living my life you should have no fucking reason to be in my space in my bubble to be fucking with me leave people the fuck alone i don't know what the fuck is problem the fuck what the problem is with you motherfuckers and thinking that you see me walking down the street and you want to say call motherfuckers names or whatever the case might be and think that oh it's okay because they are uh, whatever you fucking derogatory slur you want to use against that person, it's bullshit. Because if I have to be to speak from personal experience, I don't want want to make this a me thing. Growing up as a gay male and walking past a group of hood ass niggas, and you would like it was very rare. I was really fully harassed, but I was I did have you know I heard the occasional faggot or heard the occasional like, gay nigga or whatever word they wanted to use, and it's like nigga, why are you in my motherfucking business, mine? 
yourself. And the cold reality is that a lot of motherfuckers that don't want to accept is a lot of motherfuckers that do that shit. You bother people because a little bit of that is in you. Most of these niggas that have this big ass vendetta against trans women and gay men. Because a lot of times there's what you might want to mess with a trans woman or for you or you might feel like, oh, shit, I might be looking and you see a little bit of yourself in that gay boy. And that bothers you because then you have to accept that because I feel like if you are not. If you have nothing again, if you call yourself somebody who has nothing against other individuals and you can let a motherfucker live their life, I don't understand why me being gay or someone being trans bothers you so much that you need to put your motherfucking hands on them. And it's funny because you're lucky from the story that I heard of the trans women back in the day, they used to carry knives and weapons and shit on them to protect themselves. And you motherfuckers lucky that I'm not sure if the trans women of today do or don't do that, but you motherfuckers better keep y'all cool because you're going to have motherfuckers stabbing y'all niggas or whatever. And I'm not condoning violence, but y'all better leave people the fuck alone. Like it makes just absolutely no fucking sense to be messing with another human being that is living their life, trying to live their life in this fucked up society and fucked up world. It's already fucked up as it is just to be a human being in this world. So to be different and to be ostracized and fucked with because you are different, leave people the fuck alone. I'm just going to keep saying that that is the fucking rule. Leave people the fuck alone. Let somebody fucking live their life. Stop putting your hands on people. Stop fucking killing people because it's, because they're different. That shit is crazy to me. Ugh. But rest in peace to Malaysia Booker, you know, and every other trans woman that had, you know, that has been, because I think I read somewhere that it was a few other trans women that were in other places that were killed. So, and I'm, Sorry that I do not know their names, but those are, you know, unfortunate, you know, cases. And hopefully they get, you know, the justice is served for all these cases of all these trans women that are murdered. Um, Now I want to go ahead and go into my um topic of discussion, which my topic of discussion this week was um femininity. And more so femininity within the gay community and how we within the gay community react to femininity and, you know, men. Because um, I've always noticed that this there's this thing about, you know, preference with femininity. And, you know, a lot of men have this thing where, you know, I don't like a feminine man, a, you know, feminine men or feminine acting man and things of that nature. And I get it. Everyone has their preference. You like what you like. If you want, don't like, you know, a feminine man, you don't have to. But don't bash them for being a feminine. That's the one thing I can't stand to see. It's don't be like, oh, you know, if, you know, if I wanted a bitch, I would have got with a bitch or whatever the case might be. Because that's already that's a whole problematic term in itself. Because just because a just because a man is a feminine or has feminine tendencies does not necessarily mean that man wants to be a woman. He might appreciate the femininity that women have. And that's just how he is. Don't pull, especially I hate hearing it come from other gay men too. Like I said, it's one thing to just not have a preference of finding it attractive. That's fine. That's, that's totally fine. But for you to be like, if I wanted a bitch, I had to date, I could date a bitch. For starters, already saying bitch is a problem because you should just say, if I wanted a woman. So you're referring to a woman as a bitch. 
too. It's it's not a, like you don't have to do all that just to be like, I don't want to be with them. Like, just fucking say I'm I'm not interested in that and keep it pushing. I don't understand where this big thing about, you know, being because a lot of times within that same statement, especially when you go like in the ballroom scene, a lot of like most of the ballroom men, I ain't gonna say most of them, but there are a lot of, you know, men within the ballroom scene that are feminine and it's not a problem. And, but then, and you know, you can kind of accept it and that's totally fine. And even outside of the ballroom scene, it's totally fine. The point I'm just making is that I hate seeing this whole femme bashing thing in the black community, black gay community, excuse me. And it's not just the black gay community. I'll say this from personal experience. I really don't hang around. I'm not in the white gay communities, quote unquote, so to speak, in a sense of like, I don't really, I don't have white gay friends. That's fine with me. I don't really go to white gay bars and things like that. I know it happens within the gay community, period. But within a black gay community, I notice there's less of an acceptance for it in the sense where like, I'll go to a white gay bar and you'll like, you'll see the feminine, you know, gay interacting with everybody and having a good time within the black gay community. I don't see that as much. It's kind of like a shutout of the femme ones. A lot of times there are somebody's bashing them or, you know, things like that. And that's what I don't like seeing. While I know that that's not always the case with every, you know, gay black situation. I know that's not the case, but like I said, when you go on social media and it comes to the side of dating or the side of, you know, things like that it's more of a bashing than just being like hey that's not my cup of tea but on that flip side the one thing i also do not like seeing is i've also noticed within the black community and i'm probably gonna rub a few people the wrong way but it's this is my opinion on the situation i've always noticed that black gay men have had the tendency to while they say they don't like dating feminine men when I've noticed them having partners of other races, their partners have the tendency to have more feminine tendencies than they do. And they're all okay with that. That is where I'm like, I thought, you know, and of course it could be that individual and it's a possibility that individual probably would have dated an effeminate black guy. But, you know, like I said, this is just my observation of situations. I've always, you know, you always see a lot of gay black men, like I said, not wanting to date feminine men, but they date effeminate men are guys who have strong effeminate traits of other races and I always question like why is it that you were so gung-ho about not dating effeminate black gay men but you're okay with dating effeminate guys of other races that's the one thing I've never never have been like I've never understood like I just that shit drives me crazy on a real note I'm gonna be real it does because it always it's this thing where we within the black community gay or straight have this thing where we put our own people to different standards than we do other races when we date it's always this thing of you know like i said with straight black men and black women it's this thing of you know there are black men now straight black men coming around to being quote-unquote okay with dating women who rock their natural you know afros and natural curls but a lot of times there's these men that want that straight haired woman and all this other shit so then but then you make fun of black women who wear weaves and extensions and shit like that and talking about oh girl it's a wig and all this other shit but you'll date the white woman with the straight hair or the non-black woman with the straight hair and all this other shit and then not only that but you y'all act like they don't put extensions in their hair either so it's all that and you come around to being okay with dating them with their extensions but you didn't want to have that same qualification like that wasn't okay when you dated the black girl those type of things i do not like So for me, it's just a matter of, you know, rewinding back to the femininity part. It's like I don't understand this thing with femme bashing. And I've also 
heard from quote unquote masculine gay men who do this thing where they like we're not represented in media like they always pick the feminine guy gay guy and put him in the forefront and da 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 and things like that and I can kind of see that so I'm not going to fully disagree with that but it's also a situation where I feel like if while I understand it because it goes back to the representation and then of course it's you know representation of um wanting to see yourself but within that same breath, I'm going to be honest, I know a lot of people have this controversy around masculinity and femininity within the gay community already because, you know, you know, people are like, what's really masculine, blah, 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 blah. But that's a whole nother story. That's a time for another. There's another time and place for that because I'm not about to really get into that in this moment. But um, at the end of the day, we are all a part of the same community and need to have each other's back. Black especially within the black community, LGBTQ, all that we are all under the same umbrella and need to have each other's back more, especially, like I said, if you are black and in that LGBTQ, we really need to have more love for each other because I know that a lot of us always talk about that it's hard for us because of our experiences with black people, but I don't believe that it is hard as we believe it to be. I believe that a lot of times, a lot of us react to each other with a sense of caution caution because our assumptions we always go like we've dealt with you know when we have dealt with black people this has been the outcome and blah 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 but i feel like that can't be good enough excuse because then you're basically putting every black person under this umbrella of negativity but you can't do that with each other especially if you turn around and can't you shouldn't be doing it with anybody but especially if you can't turn around and do that with other you know, cultures or religions, because then you would defend that uh, statement of being like, you know, you can't talk bad about all white, all whites aren't racist, all of that. And I've had this conversation with people, I've seen the conversation where they'll defend a group of white people and be like, you can't say all white people are racist, which is true, but then they can't turn around and do that with their own people because their mindset is, well, I am black, I've, I've been with black people, so I know how that, but you can't do that because at the end of the day, not every individual, just like you did for the white people, every individual is not the same. You can't sit here and tell me every black person you is you deal with is the same because every individual is not the same so for me it's like you know we have to have each other's back at the end of the day no matter where we are on the lgbt i'm not to say that you have to necessarily get along because if you don't get along you don't get along that's just human nature you're not going to get along with every human being but i do believe within the black community especially black lgbtq community mask femme in between trans drag whatever we need to have each other's back way more than we do and just show each other more love especially in the streets if we see each other say hi hey girl whatever however you want to go about it i just believe we need to show each other love more and that's it for my show this week hopefully you guys enjoy like i said i always love to hear back from you guys engage hit me up uh instagram under black quintessence email me black quintessence at yahoo.com i also have a facebook page up as well under the name of black quintessence so you can definitely hit me up on any of my social media apps and i'll definitely engage tell me how you guys feel about the topic tell me how you guys feel about the current events and we can powwow and have a great conversation thank you guys again for listening and i hope you guys have a great weekend